I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. As we celebrate the holidays, there's often an emphasis or expectation that you'll be drinking alcohol. That can make this season hard for people who are sober. But a cup of holiday cheer doesn't have to contain alcohol. To learn more, we sat down with WBEZ reporter Courtney Kippers, who went on a search for the best mocktails in Chicago. And Mary Moss, who's the owner of Beverly Dry Goods, a home goods store in the Beverly neighborhood, whose expert mixing tips will help you make tasty non-alcoholic holiday drinks at home. Courtney started off by telling us what motivated her to find Chicago's best mocktails. Well, this is my third holiday season since I stopped drinking, and I just felt like it was time to be in search of something that is a little bit more festive, yes. a little bit more exciting at seasonal gatherings. And shout out to you on that, right? <laughs> oh, Three thanks. years. Thanks. Yeah, club soda and lime is kind of like my go-to order, but that is not very festive. And I just knew that there were so many better options out there, mm-hmm. especially because there are just so many products on the market now. And so just wanted to explore some of those options. So, I mean, where do you start? Where was the first place you think of going when you try to figure out, you know, where am I going to take my search? My search kind of led me all over town from (laughs) non-alcoholic bottle shops to cocktail bars that are being really innovative with their spiritless options to even some of Chicago's dive bars. There are some pretty solid non-alcoholic options in a lot of surprising places. Yeah. Are they, is it like all across the city or? Yeah. We put together a list of 12 spots in 12 different neighborhoods that are across the city that have really good options for sober people or people who aren't drinking for whatever reason. Yeah. Mary, does this sound familiar to you? Have you seen a shift at all toward mocktails? Absolutely. I would say when we first started carrying non-alcohol options, we were kind of the low Mohican out there. And I would say in the past probably two years, it's really expanded and become much larger. So it sounds to me like you were ahead of the curve. What what brought you there? Why did you start with uh, serving up non-alcoholic beverages? So I opened in the summer of 2020. Mm-hmm. And there certainly were a lot of people working on home bars and home mixology. And I offered cocktail options, uh, mixers and things of that nature. But then I started getting people in saying, I don't drink. And what is an option for me? And so I started looking into it. And that's kind of what led me down that path. Um, I also had a a lot of uh, moms, expecting moms, Mm -hmm. that didn't want to be left out. Right. Well, yeah, there's that too. So Mm -hmm. many people there. There's so many reasons people come to the NA movement. Some come for a short time, some come permanently, um, and some kind of come and go as as they see fit. Yeah. Let's talk about that that movement a bit more, Courtney. I mean, what do you think about about this? Like folks standing up and saying, you know what, we want more non-alcoholic options. Yeah. You being one of them. I think it's great. It really is. I will say, I think it's, I found in this reporting and even just myself personally, I think it's no longer enough for bars and restaurants just to have a option. Mm-hmm. I think now that's really one on the bottom the, of the list. Exactly. I think yeah. that's really just the baseline and we're sort of moving beyond that. I talked to Corbin Kell, who's the general manager at Billy Sunday, a cocktail lounge in Logan Square. And he told me it is really a race for innovation in the non-alcoholic space. And I find that really exciting as a non-drinker, having options that are more sophisticated, mm-hmm. more complex, that are not just, you know, sugary sweet, because that's oh, not very fun. More sophisticated. Tell me more. 
just something that has a more complex flavor palette to it. That's not just, you know, a Shirley Temple or something like that. <laughs> Pop soda and lime. <laughs> yeah, that feels elevated. That feels like, you know, it is something a grown-up would drink, not not just something sugary. At sweet. the kids' table. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. So, Mary, tell us about some of the non-alcoholic options that you have at your store. Well, I think it kind of falls into two categories. One, that replicate something people may have drank in the past, right? So an alternative to bourbon, an alternative to wine, an alternative to gin, et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, to Courtney's point, there's the innovators out there that are really kind of forging ahead and doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. um, whether that's the world of nootropics with ashwagandha and mushroom is showing up large in a lot of places that still kind of give you that feeling of wanting to hang out a little longer, chat with your friends a little more, or, um, you know, just kind of sit still and relax. Mm -hmm. I feel like those are kind of the two main categories of, yeah. of that world. How, and tell us more about your customers and how they're responding to, to what you're offering. You know, initially, I think they have educated themselves as well. And I definitely think when they first started coming in, they were like, do you have the non-alcohol bourbon? <laughs> you know, do you have the fake bourbon is, yeah. you know, technically what they were saying. And now they come out and say, you know, I'm looking for an adaptogen-based substitution. Um, or this is the flavor profile I'm looking for. What do you have to, to match that? And I think it really is the sophistication that has kept people engaged and continuing to expand the market mm -hmm. because it used to be just fruity mixes and that's no longer enough and your customer base is educated now yeah. and knows better that is that is very true and you have tastings too right yes you know they're also i think one that's of the great. things that sometimes surprises people is is they're not less expensive you know we get a lot of questions like well why aren't these inexpensive because there's no alcohol in them yes and i always say it's because there's nothing to hide behind you know yeah, um that's a great response there is no you know 50 cent beer 50 cent well drink night at an na bar <laughs> no if i'm being honest i have yeah. thought that in the past mm -hmm. too like oh wow the price is very similar how come mm -hmm. The Thanks quality. Courtney's, yeah. Courtney's nodding. I've definitely noticed that. You've yep. noticed that too over the years. So now we get to the good stuff, ladies. Making our own mocktails. And I'm smiling. Courtney's dancing. Uh, tell us. I, I know you both probably have some, some good tips. So I'll go to you first, Courtney. I mean, how can we get started with making our own at home? Yeah, I think like Mary mentioned, there are a lot of options out there that are just sort of ready to go on mm -hmm. their own. In my reporting, I paid a visit to veteran bartender Anthony Mitchell. He works at the Revel Room in Wicker Park, and he himself is sober. And so he gave me some options to try. And one of the ones that I like that I know I think Mary carries in her shop is the N.A. Spiced Whiskey from Kentucky 74. Mm. It's really cinnamony, kind of tastes Christmassy. That one's really nice. I'm definitely going to pick up a bottle of that for gatherings this season. But like Mary mentioned, sometimes you don't want something that just imitates alcohol when you're not drinking. So another one that I tried was Nightcap, which is a non-alcoholic elixir from the brand Three Spirit. And that had a really nice flavor to it that doesn't necessarily taste like something you've had before. I like the name. Yeah. Nightcap. All right. So we've got this cooler here in this beautiful Beverly dry goods <laughs> class, Mary. What do we got? So what we're doing here is one that's super easy to pour. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to batch, not everyone is having enough people over to batch. So it is a ounce of cranberry, spiced cranberry syrup, 
and the rest is oddballs blanc de blanc a wow. carbonated so let's 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 get yes, to pouring we need to get to pouring <laughs> let me do this for you oh yes and it looks so nice too it has a nice it color is. to it that sort of red christmasy look at that color. sizzle yes and so you're pour what do you what's that bottle you're pouring there? Oh, thank this you. This is the Odd Bird Blanc de Blanc, mm. which has been so popular. I have a lot of people come and buy it. Lots of multiples. ice. Yes, to get through the holiday. So mm -hmm. cheers. 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 Yum. Oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. really nice, Mary. It's very citrusy. It is. Yeah. That's it's very fresh. Yeah, mm -hmm. that spiced cranberry has um, some citrus as well. And, I, and I, I, that carbonated flavor really does mm -hmm. kick it up a notch, for sure. And so nice that it's not so sweet. That's true, yeah. This is really good. It's tasting peachy to me and orangey. Yes. Hints in the you, you are correct. Is that right? That, yes. <laughs> so give us some recipes for folks who want to make some drinks at home. So we've got this one. Uh, what, why don't you walk us through what's in the uh, the nightcap and some of the other drinks that you mentioned, Courtney? Yeah, yeah. The nightcap is a ready-made product, so those are ready bottled okay. and yep can be poured over ice, which is really nice to have an easy option on hand. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. What else can we make at home? Maybe give us some ingredients, Mary. Sure. Uh, like Courtney mentioned, the spiced spiritless seventy-four is great. Yeah. So how do you make that? Because the the when when she mentioned the cinnamon flavor, she had me. Yes, it is an easy to do. So you get a bottle of the spiced, you can infuse it if you have the time. We used an apple just to kind of give you that really holiday feeling. Mm -hmm. And then you add it to a crock pot with some apple cider. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. Float in some orange slices, turn your crock pot on low, and you don't even have to serve. People can serve themselves. And it's really nice because I've had a lot of people that have, you know, either they are NA or part of their family is, yeah. but the rest aren't. And some people, you know, we know would like their drinks spiked. Exactly. And you can make this and then put a fully loaded bottle off to the side if people would like to add to, to add their to glasses. It. So it really is about that flexibility. So your crock pot can be used to oh, yeah. make these. I, I don't want to mm -hmm. miss that point. Like I, I, I just did not know that you could use it for this purpose. Yeah, that's makes incredible. it easy for you. That's incredible. Yeah, I'm on uh, drink uh, duty this year for my holiday party. <laughs> so. This segment is timely. Let me tell you. <laughs> Thanks, Courtney, for that <laughs> timely article on WBEZ.org. Uh, because I, you know, I figured out pretty quickly what I was going to make for the folks who do drink. But I was like, oh, well, what's a mocktail that I could make for you know my cousin and, and some folks who are an A, right? Totally. So give us some of the ingredients that you think uh, work well together, right? So you know, what holiday ingredients? work well in mocktails that are sort of tried and true. If, if we're going to start somewhere, we start here. What comes to mind? I would, citrus is always easy. Mm -hmm. It's always available. I can't stop drinking this Right? <laughs> it's, it's easy to do. And most people like it. So if you're not sure who you're, uh, what your NA guests like to drink, it's a safe place to start. Um, and that goes well with bourbon. It goes, you know, with bourbon substitute, it goes great with rum. You know, it's, mm. it will brighten up some gin alternatives. Yes. Right. So citrus is always a good go-to. And like Courtney had mentioned, when in doubt, I always do a sparkling water 
and the alternative, right? It's easy. Oh, that's a great tip. Yeah, just yeah. those two things will take you a very far way. If if you know you're having guests over and you don't want to overstock because that's not something that fits your lifestyle, you know, just get a good a good mixer. Yeah. You know, like I said, sparkling, we are, you know. Sparkling, that's yeah. the, that, that is the key right there. Uh, our engineer, Ethan, is saying maple and orange is a really good combination. Especially Ooh, for your bourbon yeah. lovers and or your dark rum. Like your tiki fans mm. also like that maple citrus Yeah, he, sa he says add ginger into the mix and you've oh, got yeah. a party. Absolutely. <laughs> Grated nice ginger too. is amazing. Yeah, you, you've got nods all across the studio here, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and really just to hammer this home, Ladies, I mean, why is it so important that we do have these non-alcoholic options, especially around the holiday season? I think just to make everyone feel festive and mm -hmm. like you're celebrating something. And it's so nice to have something that you wouldn't have all the time. You know, I drink LaCroix all day, every day and love LaCroix, but it's not necessarily a special treat. And when we're getting together to celebrate, it's just so nice to have something that you wouldn't have all the time. That really does feel like a treat. Yeah. And th this time of year feels especially important to have this conversation. Yeah. Well, and I feel like everyone wants to celebrate. Right. Absolutely. You know, it's that whole, you know, N.A. your way, you know, like you, you want to have that moment and you want to celebrate with your friends, regardless of what's in your glass. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, anything else you want to see in the development of mocktails as they're being more innovative, Courtney? <laughs> I'm really hoping that we can reach a point of more consistency where if I go out somewhere, I kind of know Everybody's that they're going to have these types of options, you know as compared to the world of alcohol, things are so place by place yeah. right now with NA options. You know, some places have full menus and some places really have nothing. And so I'm hoping that we can kind of reach that point where you go somewhere, you know, they have at least these options, you know? We've been talking about and trying some festive mocktails for the holiday season with Mary Moss, the owner of Beverly Dry Goods and a mocktail expert, and Courtney Kippers, WBEZ reporter and digital producer. Thank you so much. Check out Courtney's recipes at WBEZ.org. And that is it for this episode. It was produced by Max Lubers and edited by Linnea Dominic and Brenda Ruiz. For conversations like this, check out our full catalog of interviews at WBEZ.org slash reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thank you for listening. We'll meet again tomorrow.